Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. A significant number of deaths on farms are a result of falling from height, dealing with livestock or use of machinery on the farm. And to chat about this, we have Hannah Quinn Mulligan, who's a farmer based in Croom and also of RTE's countrywide radio show, Sean Lavery of the IFA and Limerick County chairperson there, and Sean O'Connell, treasurer of the Beef Plan Movement, and you're all very welcome. Um, And Hannah, I always feel that for farmers, this is such a dilemma because their home is their workplace, and it must be a difficult dilemma. And I'd say a lot of non-farmers listening are beginning to understand that even better because due to COVID, they've been working from home, maybe not in as challenging or dangerous circumstances, but at the same time, they have over the last 18 months. Yeah, and there have been concerns about kind of insurance if your home becomes your workplace and things like that. But like you said, to farmers, that's an everyday occurrence. And it is a real dilemma. You hit the nail on the head there. Because if you look at the stats, they are just shocking in the fact that 45% of all farm accidents that have happened in the last 10 years happen to farmers over the age of 65. So we have that added problem as well, that it's quite a physical work environment, but that it is also... um, accident prone and people are uh, older and an old age category as well and say I'm farming here in just outside Croom with my grandmother and we have about 20 pedigree Hereford cows but it, it is that thing that you have to sit down with the person that you're farming with and it's it's almost an uncomfortable conversation because you know they've raised you as a child and they've been teaching you how to farm and now suddenly you have to turn around and say to them you know could you just take a step back or when we're herding cattle, could you stay behind the barriers and not go inside the barriers to sort calves out with cows and that kind of thing? And so I would just urge people just maybe sit down and have that conversation when the time comes because there's nothing worse. And we all know it's like in a workplace environment, people can be a little bit sharp with each other. But if you're a family in a workplace environment, things can spiral even more quickly than that. And so communication is key unfortunately, because communication is really, really difficult as well. So it is for farm families to try and sit down with each other and have a conversation about what's the safest way to progress because the statistics are there and they just don't lie in terms of farm acts. But Sean Lavery, who is Limerick County Chairman of the Irish Farmers Association, the reality is that um, no one is um, immune from the possibility of an accident on a farm regardless of their age. Uh, Yes, George, absolutely. Uh, and like I noticed myself, like as you get older, you get less, you get, you know, you're not as fast as you were, not, you're not as fast on your feet. And, uh, you know, you, if you're dealing with, you know, sucklers or cattle or even sheep or whatever, um, if you're in with them and uh, they rush you, you, you may not be able to get out of the way. So, look, um, as you get older, you, you're not as fast. You're not as sharp. Your sight isn't as good. Your hearing isn't as good. Your mobility isn't as good. So I suppose one of the questions you have to ask yourself when you're doing these jobs is, uh, can I carry this job out safely today? Um, you know, there may be a reason, you know, uh, is it in a field or is it in a, a yard where maybe the facilities aren't the best? Can you actually carry it out safely? And maybe you should be looking maybe at better facilities. Are gates hanging? Um, are they going to be, today is going to be very windy. Have you gates with sheets on the side of them and could they be hit by wind? You know, there's stuff like that. And maybe you should be looking at getting help. 
you know, an extra pair of hands on the day could make the job a lot safer and you wouldn't be trying to do too much of the particular job. Mm. And Sean O'Connell of the Beef Plan Movement, Hannah mentioned chatting to her grandmother, but unfortunately a lot of farmers are not in a position to have somebody younger to even help them on farms because economically it's not attractive anymore in a lot of cases. Uh, Joe, you, 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 good morning to both of you um, um, as well. Uh, you hit the nail in the head. The economics, I think, has a lot to do with uh, the whole business of 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 uh, uh, this real problem. Like it's the it's the biggest workplace uh, um, uh, death ratio uh, of any. Uh, I looked I looked there at the stats there. Uh, <clears throat> the two the two main uh, uh, causes of uh, deaths on family farms in 2020 uh, were, were tractor and livestock related. Like 63% of the, the, the two main factors, 63% was tractor related, 27% was, was, was livestock. So, uh, but I would attribute this in the main to, to for two, 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 two uh, headings, I would, I would call it here. Uh, the financial constraints on farmers are, are, are huge. Uh, on the one hand, uh, like the capital costs on a beef farm is is is, is are high uh, for little sometimes or no return. Uh, the average uh, income uh, for a beef farmer, uh, as we saw published there last week, uh, about nine thousand euros. Chagas uh, figures bear out the fact that costs oh. from meat factories uh, for, for for the beef and they end up uh, being uh, subsidising these losses, second jobs. So, uh, uh, so like they're operating in a shoestring in a budget, uh, you know, to keep things ticking over. So inevitably, corners are going to have to be cut to make ends meet, whether it be proper routine uh, tractor maintenance or, or, or investing in proper cattle handling facilities. And often uh, these things are overlooked. Yes, yes. Yes, your line, you know? unfortunately, is just a little bit. It's, we're getting most of what you're saying, but not all of it. But um, Hannah, the point being that I suppose if people are trying to squeeze farming in part-time alongside another job, and you'd know a bit about this yourself, then mm-hmm. you know, you're dealing with increased tiredness. You're probably dealing with doing certain jobs um, early morning or late at night. And you know, as the evening start to draw in, that's uh, a factor. And the other point is, do you know many people in their 20s and 30s who are now dedicating their life to farming? The only people I know in their 20s and 30s who are doing that are dairy farmers. And that, that's the bones of it. Like, even here, you know, our farm is a, a good-sized farm. It's, you know, an average enough-sized farm. But I wouldn't be able to make a full-time income. Um, especially, I wouldn't be able to make a full-time income for two families, for, you know, for two for the two of us out of, out of, the, out of this farm, Suckler Farming. And, you know, that's what the other two speakers touched upon there as well. That, you know, you, you, it's hard economically and it's hard to get help. So, you know, neighbours are great in terms of, you know, could you give me a hand with this and I'll give you a hand with that and everything like that. But something you touched upon there as well, that it's not just older people. And it's that when you look at the figures, it's older and younger people. So it's older people and then it's children essentially as well who get affected by farm accidents. And with COVID, we know that perhaps you know, maybe cousins have been visiting from towns and things like that. And especially now, it's kind of the end of the school holidays, just to be careful and, and to be mindful of that. I guess it is nice to see that there is 
a junior minister now, a Minister of State, Martin Hayden, who's been put in charge of farm safety. And he has launched some initiatives. And like you mentioned there, that people are tired at the end of the day. And we had talked a lot about depression. And some of the initiatives that he has started are around farmers' mental health, which is nice to see as well. Because if you're not in a good state emotionally or mentally, that's inevitably going to lead to accidents on the farm because you'll let things slip or, you know, you won't be in the mood to do something. So that is nice to see, but we just need more proactive action like that. And we need to see how that's going to filter down and impact farms as well. And and, Hannah, I mean, as a young woman, do you imagine that well within your farming career, we will see a very different landscape, literally and metaphorically, that will probably end up with a few big farmers will end up with more renting out, will end up with what some might consider the professionalisation of uh, farming, but others will see as a, a loss of a very important part of Irish life. I, I, I know there's a lot of t- talk about that, but farmers are stubborn. <laughs> we're known for many things. We're known for our stubbornness. And I think a lot of people uh, my age out there, even if we are stuck to farming and we have um, jobs off the farm, I can't see myself ever leaving. And I love the line that um, a farmer had, one of the young farmers of the year had, which was that the short commute is underestimated in terms of walking from your house to your farmyard every morning is underestimated compared to spending Not two hours a day. Not if you have to run after 30 cattle, though. <laughs> Ah, they're very quiet. That they're extends running, the running, commute right around your holding, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, but on the plus, you don't need a gym membership. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'd say I take that on board. <laughs> Isn't that good? Um, but no, I, I, I think we'll. It won't be a matter of boxing harder. It'll be a matter of boxing smarter. Um, and even on the farm, you know, Granny and I are always kind of looking at ways, um, maybe you know, to add a farm business to it or to do kind of bits and pieces to it. So I think. The guys who stay in kind of the average-sized farms, we're, we're, we'll just have to box more clever on it. But we've always done that. And in small farms might go back to what they used to be, which is kind of more mixed enterprises where, you know, you'd have butter selling, egg selling on top of the beef and on top of the sheep and things like that. Yeah. So hopefully you'll have, you'll have to innovate a bit more. And it's worth considering too that for people talking about maybe moving out of cities and back into rural communities, they need to survive and be there and have lives and have things that happen in them in order to make it viable for people to work more from home and the hybrid working that we're hearing about in the context of COVID as well. Well, listen, thank you very much. It's really interesting. Hannah Quinn Mulligan, farmer in Croom and of RT's countrywide radio show, Sean Lavery, IFA Limerick County Chairman and Sean O'Connell, Treasurer of the Beef Plan Movement. Uh- Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.